0: Hello, and welcome to my podcast. Join me, Chelsea Holm, entrepreneur, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, army wife, and mom of five. As we dive into 15 minutes of small steps you can do today in faith, nutrition, fitness, mindset, and family that are gonna lead to big changes over time. So grab your favorite beverage and join me, or if you're busy like me, let's multitask together and let's get started. Hey guys, this is going to be a fun episode. It's also very uncomfortable. It's all about how to pinpoint unhealthy habits and crowd them out. (laughs) Oh, I told you it would be a fun one and also uncomfortable. I mean, who has unhealthy habits? I'm sure it's not just me, (laughs) Um, but I, I feel like this is exemplified even more for me because like with Zach's job, you know, he's gone a lot or working late nights a lot. And so I, it's really become evident that my unhealthy habits, um, tend to be my go-to when I'm stressed out. And so I've really had to look at, okay, what are some healthy habits that I can do from home, you know, without a lot of help, like, going somewhere or having, you know, childcare or whatever, like what are some healthier alternatives, you know, to these unhealthy habits. So (laughs) I'll just straight up tell you one of my biggest unhealthy habits is shopping. And if, if you have a phone, which if you're listening to this, I'm going to assume that you do, um, it is so easy to buy things, especially if you're on social media, like the ads are everywhere. And you know, they just figure you figure you out with the algorithms and the things that you like, and they know what to show you. And it's like, Oh, yeah, I do want that, you know. And then it's so easy to buy things because your phone stores your credit card information. Or if you use PayPal, it's just like you have to click a button and it makes it so easy, right? Um, I know this isn't just me, (laughs) and I will tell you back when LuLaRoe was like a big thing and like, you know, how consultants, they would only have like one of a pattern, like, oh my gosh, I learned very quickly that I needed to stay away from those online shows because like the FOMO, the fear of missing out was big for me. And like, there's only one I got to get it. Like I better buy it. Like got to say it. You know what I mean? Um, and so anyway, so this has been one for me because it's so easy. I remember this, honestly, this probably started back when Zach was deployed. Um, and I, I just had Gabe and Holly at the time and I was pregnant with Emma. Um, and I, it was a struggle to go anywhere. I'm sure you can understand that, you know, to take little kids anywhere. It was, it was a struggle. They were under two years old. I mean, Gabe was, what was he like 6 months and holly was like uh 18 months i guess is that right something like that um anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> the point is it was a struggle and so this was when like online shopping was really starting to take off i feel like and you know phones were just you know everyone had them and you know what i mean like everything was just really taking off at that point Um, and so like I started shopping online and of course, you know, at the time, like target and red card, you got free shipping with your red card. Like, and I just had it linked, um, to our checking account, you know? So it's not like I was like charging the money. Like we had it ourselves, but like, you know, I, so I started like shopping online and it was really fun for me. Like it was a super high. Um, and so it is just, I want to say, I don't want to say it's like gotten worse over the years, but it's just gotten easier. Right. Like if we want anything, I mean, with Amazon prime, we can order it and have it the next day. If you're in a big city, you can have it that same day. Like it's just crazy how convenient it's become. Um, and so with this, you know, just having this awareness of myself and having to put parameters. Now I will tell you, I am still in the trenches of dealing with this issue. Like it's, it's like, I do well for a while. And then, you know, now we're going into Christmas and I'm shopping for the kids and, you know, all the things and it's like, I'm also shopping for myself. Cause you know, that's how that works. Um, so I just have a few tips for you here. And I'm just telling you that I am talking to myself here too. Like, it was really interesting as I was writing up this episode, you know, I'm thinking through like, how am I working this out in my life as I'm dealing with this issue and, you know, trying to curb the shop, the online shopping, the spending, whatever. Um, I mean, I love, don't get me, I love shopping in stores. I love it more than shopping online, but you know, it's just shopping in general. I just, I like shopping <laughs> anyway. So I was thinking through these things and how I can apply them to my life and, and help curb these things. So that's where this episode is coming from. It's coming from a raw place of in the trenches myself. And I hope that it will be helpful for you as it's also helping me to work through these things. So my first tip is just to have an awareness. Um, and I, I've found that the best way to have an awareness of an unhealthy habit is to see the moments where you have a really high, high, like you just feel that like dopamine hit (laughs) and then you have a low, it's almost like, like you buy the thing. Like for me, like you buy the thing, you're so excited. And then it's kind of like that fades. And then you're left with kind of like this guilt and shame of like, I just spent more money. Like, why did I do that? I didn't really need that thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that high that followed by that low, and then you're kind of left with guilt or shame. Um, so that's the first one of just how to have an awareness of these unhealthy things, because if it's a healthy habit, it leaves you with a high that's not followed by a low and you don't feel guilt or shame with it. Right. So think of like exercising, right? Like, it's a good, it's a healthy habit for you. Afterwards, you feel your best and you don't feel guilty about working out and you definitely don't feel shame about working out, right? That's a healthy habit. Um, so the second one is just to own it and to confess it. And this is the hardest one. It's so hard like to, to own that. Like I've got a problem. Hi, my name's Chelsea and I have a problem shopping. Like <laughs> I laugh when I'm uncomfortable, just so you know. Um, but it's true. Like it's, it's, it's one thing to... To know that you have a problem is a completely different and more powerful thing to say it, to confess it, and then to really own that you have an issue and that you are intentionally and actively going to be working through this issue. The third one is to have guardrails in place and to understand your triggers. So, if you're an alcoholic, you probably shouldn't go to a bar. That's probably not the safest place for you to go because it's going to make it really, really hard to not succumb to these unhealthy habits, right? So understanding your triggers. So, Well, I guess, so for guardrails, like for me, taking my card off my phone, um, and unfollowing like all the shopping things and <laughs> all those things. And, um, you know, being intentional about how I use my phone to connect with people and not just mindlessly scrolling and looking for things. Cause the ads are going to be there. They're always there. Right. Um, you know, making sure that Um, for me, not having any store type credit cards, because that just makes it too easy for me (laughs) to be able to be like, Oh, I just charge it. Right. No, I don't want to do that. Like, um, just some of those are the guardrails that I've put in place. Um, and then also one guardrail that's worked really well for me is like the 24 hour rule. Um, if I really want something, I will wait at least 24 to 48 hours and see, do I still want it? you know, and do I need it? There's lots of things I want that I don't really need, you know, but just really giving myself that time to come off of that emotional potential high and to to really think rationally through things. Um, and like in stores, you know, if I'm walking around shopping, like I do this all the time, I will pick up something that I really, really like and I'll carry it with me. And if it's still with me by the time I actually get to the checkout line at the end, like, okay, good, good time. And don't get a cart because then you'll just fill it up. Um, so those are some guardrails you can put in place. Um, of course it'll look different for you based on whatever it is that your unhealthy habit is that you're, you're working through. Um, and then triggers, you know, is there an emotional thing? Like if, if you eat emotionally, you know, knowing what triggers you and just being aware of that ahead of time so that in those situations you can, you know, bring up those guardrails and, um, you know, not allow yourself to feed, I guess those, those unhealthy habits. Um, when you are triggered by certain things, maybe it's an emotional thing. Maybe it's just stress levels in your life. Um, you know, maybe boredom or loneliness or, you know, just, um, a discontentment. discontent meant, uh, you know, it could be totally different for you, but just knowing what triggers you. Uh, and so, you know, Keeping those guardrails in place to avoid those triggers, or to have a plan in place that when those triggers happen, because we can't control life, right? But having things in place that you can control and and you can use for your benefit to get around those unhealthy habits. Um, The fourth thing is to replace it. You know, replace it with something that is healthy. Replace it with a healthy habit. Um, You know, like for me, if if I um, shopping or whatever. And I don't want to do that. Well, maybe I could replace it with every time I want to shop. I'll take the amount of money that I would have spent on whatever it was and put it in a savings account, or I'll take the amount of money that I would have spent and give it to somebody like donate it or whatever, or, um, you know, I'll, I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you could replace it with a healthy habit. Um, it's going to look different for you the fifth one is to plan for failure. (laughs) Like if we plan for perfection, we're going to fall short and we're going to get frustrated. But if we plan for failure, if we know there are going to be times when we're going to fail, like just having that awareness and knowing that there are obstacles that are going to (laughs) come, we need to be aware of those. And like, when this happens, I will respond this way or when I'm faced with this, this is my plan of action, or this is how I'm going to avoid this. And this is my plan of action. Um, just having those things in advance are just going to help us be so much more prepared when we are tempted. Um, when that unhealthy habit comes up, um, the sixth thing is to have accountability and help. I mean, there's a reason why AA is, you know, something that everybody knows about, right? It's it's having that ac- accountability in that community, you know, maybe find other people who are struggling with the same things and you guys can work through these together or maybe finding even better is finding someone who has successfully overcome their unhealthy habit. That's the same one that you're facing because it's always so good to find people who are where you want to be, because they're going to be able to give you the best advice possible because they've been in the ring. They've been in the trenches where you are. Don't take advice from people who have not been where you are and aren't where you want to go. Um, cause their advice is going to be not helpful because they don't understand. Um, And then the seventh one, last one is just write it down. You know, like I said, there's, there's power in confessing it out loud, but there's even more power in writing it down, like in seeing it because sometimes things that hold us back and limit us are so silly when we actually take the time to write it down and seeing it on paper can just really be something that's really beneficial to us as we're trying to work around these unhealthy habits. Um, So the key here is crowding it. out with things that are better, healthy habits. Um, that's really going to be the key. You know, I've, I've heard so many stories of former addicts that their biggest struggle was not, um, was not using, but it was after they stopped using and they didn't have any healthy habits to fill that void. And so the, they felt useless or just aimless um and so it's really important to you know crowd it out like if if uh if you're really prone to being unhealthy and eating crap and blah 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 sign up for a marathon and train guess what it sucks to run when you have bad fuel <laughs> it is great to run when you have good fuel like it will totally change the way that you approach those things. So crowding bad, unhealthy habits out with better habits, um, that are going to go in the direction that you want to go. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope that just like me, you are first becoming aware of these things and actively working to overcome it. Um, because we, we are so much more than our unhealthy habits and, um, we truly can overcome these. I'm cheering you on. And I hope you're cheering me on as well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Holistic Health Hub with me, Chelsea Holm. For great tips, follow me on Instagram at Chelsea underscore Noel. And if you love this episode, don't forget to click subscribe, give me a five-star rating, and leave a review. I'd love to know what you would like to hear. Until next time.